podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. We're so excited you decided to join us. Um, make sure you go over and leave those five-star reviews. If you like this, go over and listen to our other podcasts like the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or High School Hoops or Funnel Down Defense or Coaching Youth Hoops or whatever uh, whatever one of the seven in our, in our network that you would like to listen to. Uh, but before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. They are always, what I love about Dr. Dish is they're always innovating. They're always making that a little bit better and that's what that's why i think they're the best machine out there we like i've said before we own three of them and i would not be talking about them every day if i did not believe in them mention coach unplugged they'll give you 450 dollars off and they'll give you a one customer service and then also what what helps keep the lights on what helps keep everything moving is teachhoops.com um it's for coaches who want to get better it is a one-stop shop buy a basketball coach for a basketball coach um, you know, I'm always working with my team 365 days a year, working on making us better. And I want to do the same thing for you. I'm giving you resources, one-on-one calls, office hours, a roadmap per se that will help you uh, become a better coach. And we offer a 14-day free trial because I believe you should come in and kick the tires around and see if it's right for you. If it's not, that's fine. Um, but I, I guarantee that you're going to love it. All right, let's head off to the podcast. I can hear you. Okay, I lost you there for a bit after I said. Oh, football. you got me now. Yeah. Okay. After, so I didn't. I don't know what you said after that. Yeah, we said. I said we had like an old home day in town where I live in an old kind of mill, Irish mill town, and so like okay. it's one of those things where people you know get together and go and mill around, and there's like little things for kids and stuff. So okay. Cool. Oh, that's yeah. fun. I got three three kids. My I got a split now, sixteen, eight, and zero. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, bless you. Do you coach them? I do. My son's on. My son's actually the setter for my volleyball team. So we have a big match tomorrow, and then um, yeah, he'll be my two guard probably. So it'll be it'll be it'll be hard for me when he leaves. Uh, when he leaves, it'll be hard for sure. Um, and then my daughter plays volleyball. I don't coach her, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike. My oldest plays on um, varsity uh, for the high school. She's okay. A, she was a freshman, but the program's a little bit down. And okay. I started them in fourth grade. So this is the first group of kids that actually had some success. So they made the state tournament last year for the first time. Oh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm the JV coach now. Last okay. year, the position finally opened up. So I'm the JV girls coach. And I kind of run the rec um, okay. uh, girls portion okay. of it. I'm the only one that's interested in enough to keep the girls going. The boys are well taken care oh, of, but they're all that's, yeah, that's always yeah. the case, isn't it? Yeah. So where um where are you located? Uh Clinton, Massachusetts. Okay. How about you? You got a little bit of a Boston. You got a little bit of a Boston. Oh, yeah. Thing yeah, just just outside. I was born closer to Boston, so okay. Okay. I'm pretty thick yeah. compared to most of the people okay. out here. I spent a lot of t- I spent a lot of time out east because my brother has a place and we both went to school out there and um so yeah, I I can I love I love it's one of my favorite accents actually. It's not like the Midwest one with the um, Yeah, I hate winter, but I, I still can't get myself to get out of here. <laughs> I know. I know me either. I I know. All right, so go ahead, shoot away. So the way these work too, because this is your first time, 
So one-on-one -on -one calls I do every other week. So if you have questions, yeah. you can always hook up. And then the other week I do like office hours where a bunch of us get together and then we kind of brainstorm. Yeah. Cool. I, I, okay. I've followed you for a bit. So I okay. just signed up. I was looking to sign up for a while. I just wanted to make sure I had the time to, to put into it a little. Right. And yeah, yeah. So I have my whole thing that I do now. It's, it's based on fundamentals. Okay. Of course. And then... Um, I, the thing I'm trying to get most out of it is I'm, I'm I want to have I I like the kind of read and react type offense. I, I dabbled a little in the five out this year. I do like a four class UCLA type set, and right. then I want the kids to kind of play. And so I run drills like you know and have rules: dribble handoff on the side or dribble at back door, you know, pass cut, you yep. know, things like that, and one of the things I'm definitely trying to get out of this is just to, to have better practices okay. that lead to that. You yep. know what I mean? So, and I have like a whole list of things and I need to be better at planning my practices. Things yeah, like that's that. the hard part. That is the yeah. hard part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the only other thing I'm trying to do too, is I'm, I'm going to be running uh, clinics every Tuesday from now till um, Thanksgiving and just, and I, I, you know, it's going to be all fundamentals and then a little bit of competition. Once we get through a fundamental, try to compete and in, in within that fundamental. And so just trying to like, just maybe have any ideas around yep, that. Yep. So, okay. So let's, let's talk about the clinic thing first. Cause that's the second thing you talked about. So what age group is that going to be? I'm going to open it up to fourth grade all the way through 12th. But if the high school kids show up, I'll probably just have them do a little something different. So it's really geared around. I'm trying to gear it towards like third grade through eighth grade. Right. Um, yeah. So you basically got three groups there that are going to be widely yes. different in abilities. Um, Correct. <laughs> so that's hard. That's hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because my, I know my my coach is going to run a clinic next week, and we do fourth through eighth. And the difference between a fourth and an eighth grader is huge. huge. And on the girls, it's even. It's even bigger. It's even bigger. It is. The game reads open fourth grade. It, well, the problem with girls is there's no street cred. Like, hey, hey. like no a fourth grade boy on the playground. If you can hoop, you get some street cred. Hey, hey. Girls don't get any street cred. That's the problem. It's like yeah. there's no social plus to that for them, and boys there is. Sure. Um, so, all right. So I would, <laughs> I would definitely try to, I, I mean, I definitely would cut it off it. I, I wouldn't, I, if you were going to do another one, I'd do it for high school kids. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't have nine through 12th there with fourth graders. Cause you're just not going to get anything out of it. Yeah. Uh, so what are you thinking skill wise? So I, I definitely, so the biggest need, so just to give you a little background too, they had a varsity basketball coach that did nothing and didn't okay. know the game and didn't do fundamentals. They have a middle school coach. That's the same. So they're just collecting the stipend on the girl right. side. Right. So they literally go through two years of middle school and learn no fundamentals. So it's all got to be fundamentals. So I want to start with shooting fundamentals. So breaking down the footwork and yep. you know, all everything about the shot, just keep them close to the basket at first. I'm yes, really I wouldn't even move. I swear to for a fourth grade, I wouldn't move more than like eight feet. Sort of, yeah. I mean, yes, I mean, I personally would, would, would work on their ball handling first, yeah, um, before shooting. And the reason being is most of them are not, even though there's a girl's ball, most of them are not strong enough, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, my sure. son, I had to between his 
ju- sophomore and junior year. I didn't let him shoot an eighth uh, three pointer until he was in eighth grade. Yeah, and I had to. Br- I still had to break his shot down because he wasn't strong enough. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so shot shot would be actually shot would be lower on my pecking order for that's them. what I was going to ask you too because I've in my fourth grade because my my second so I started my first daughter in fourth grade now my second daughter's going into fourth grade right I do a lot of ball handling and I was wondering if I was doing too much no 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 yeah. no I would yeah. do I would I would so if I was breaking it up into a piece of pie for that yep. age level for probably till seventh, probably from fourth to seventh grade, I would think 60% of that would be probably uh, ball handling, fun stuff with that to, to get them moving. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, maybe start working a little bit on their shot, work on their on their layups, um, you know, that kind of stuff. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. let them move outside of six or eight feet. And then literally at that age, you basically want to hook them. So, right if you're running a clinic for fourth, fifth, and even six, it's got to be a lot of games. It's got to be a lot of fun. It's got to be a lot of breaks. It's got to be a lot of different things from one to another. Once they're, once you get them hooked, it's kind of like being the drug dealer. You give them the first pieces of drug first. It's the same thing. You want to get them hooked. They want You want them to keep coming because I can see this in our girls side too, because they struggled for a while. And as soon as they started doing that, it's just snowballing now because it's a social thing. They want to do it. And then once they get to seventh and they're serious, man, then we can break their shot down. We can talk about their passing. We can talk about help side defense. We can talk yeah. about – and the thing with girls is, especially in that fourth to six, I would work on a lot of – like catch and pivot. You know, you, yeah. Yeah. you can work on your passing and your footwork kind of at the same time. Because um, yeah. their footwork is – they're going to be like newborn giraffes and their feet are going to get right. all mixed up. So a lot of, I mean, when I did that with, especially in the girls side, I did a lot of, you know, one, two dribble, stop, pivot, and then throw it. I mean, simple stuff, but that, that little footwork stuff, you know, if they can do that, man, I mean, the thing is go watch a, you've seen it, go watch 11th grade, good girls team. They can all handle the rock. Right. They get all passed. The defense all... is so good on the girls' side, and it's so hands-on that if you don't have ball handling, you are screwed. You are yeah. done. You are yeah. done. The shoot. The thing is with shooting, I have found on that on the girls' side is they'll put the time in to become shooters later, but yeah. they won't. You you can't get them to that point if they can't handle the ball because they can't play. <laughs> like yeah, my my daughter's a sophomore. And she's just starting to be able to reach the rim from three point land. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and because because to be honest with you, up to this point, it's probably been out of her range. Yeah, it, what do you feel about like one on one, two on two type games at that age? Not at well at that at that age, I do a lot of like dribble. T- I mean, seriously, I would keep it really simple. Okay, All right. um, you Good. know, dribble tag, Pac Man, um, you know, any catch, capture the flag, anything like that that's fun. And they're, they're dribbling, working. and while they're dribbling, while they're dribbling, tag yes. whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, dribble tag is great, and if it, it, and, pa- and you you're old enough to remember Pac Man. We play Pac Man yeah. all the time at Can. Yeah. They love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and they're dribbling. They don't know they're actually, and they're having fun. And you give them like a I don't know sucker or something when they're done. Yeah. They win, but um, 
Yes. So I would spend, I would spend a lot. Yeah. I would spend a lot. The thing is once they get to seventh, now you can start working on here's how we want to defend. How, here's how we want to play defense. Here's how yeah. we want to do this. Here's how we want to pass the ball. Um, you know, I would, everybody's a guard until they're about seventh grade. Right. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. don't work about post moves. So, but the thing is you can do fun little competitions where you play two on two or maybe you play horse or you, you know, you do those yeah. kind of things with them. I love knockout, knockouts, one-on-ones. Oh, knockout. Yeah. Anything yeah. like that. Yeah. The, the thing is you can play it at the beginning and then you can go do some of your skill work. Um, you know, I love the one where I get them, in, I get them all out there and I'm, especially in the fourth or third grades and I'm just holding up fingers. So they got to look at me, you know, they're, yeah, yeah. you know, just keeping their heads up. When they get better, I don't know if you've gotten to two ball stuff. I would do a lot of two ball stuff. It's funny. I love it because I, I'm I'm with you 100. percent Like even the third and fourth graders, of course they can't do anything at first, but it's like they're like sponges. All of a sudden, you know, a right. couple weeks right. in, and then it's, it's they the get math. It. It's the math teacher. Me, you're using two hands at once. It's perfect, yeah. and I want them moving when they do it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll play knockout with two balls too. Like, you know, they have to drive or pack, you know, it's all that kind of stuff is really good with two balls. Yeah. Um, but no, I think, I mean, a lot of ball handling, a lot yeah. of ball handling. Um, okay, good, good. Yeah. And I like the, the fun, you know, sometimes I, I can be a little too, too you know, the, the problem is the problem is, and, and this is not meant to be sexist at all, but yeah. guys are guy. If you have a fifth grade guy, they want to play. Like they want to go at it yeah. and the girls want to still, they're very competitive. Don't get me wrong, but they're also want to have fun. And, and there's no, like I said, there's no street cred. So yeah. you got to make it. So they want to keep playing. Then the competitive, like our girls are just as our varsity girls in our school are just as competitive, not more than my guys. It's crazy, right. but they're basketball yeah. players. Like they're serious. Yeah. They're like yeah. legit right. basketball players. Yeah. Um, so then you, then you got to start thinking of if you want to run the read and react, you know, what kind of sets or things do you want to do with that? Like, yeah. um, do you want to start working on cutting? Do you want to work on screening? Do you want to work on, you know, flare cuts? So that's where you, if you get into the middle school and the girls start getting serious, that's where you can start breaking those things down in the clinics. I find the toughest thing to get them to do is the off the ball screens. Cutting is tough, but they do oh, get that eventually. They, no, I'm telling you right now, you run Rean React in five days, they get cutting because it's yeah. easy. It's like shooting yeah. a three. It's easy to do. Setting yeah. a screen is hard. Like, yeah. And then and the they, problem is the, the concept of it. They don't even understand. No. Like, no. you have to, yeah. Yep. So what, what's fun is if you can find, if, I don't know, again, this takes time, is if you can grab some YouTube clips and, and either show them to them or send them yeah. to them, that, you know, even bring an iPad in and say, hey, let's look at this and go find some WNBA stuff. And if All they right. can see it, um, you know, my the girls I've coached have been have tended to be more visual with that. Like, ooh, that's cool. That's what I like that. That's like how they, they set it up. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, if it, you know, if, or if, you know, whatever. If, if you can get into a gym where it has a TV or a, a classroom or something that you can actually show them like five minutes of clips. This is how you set a screen up. Like, yeah. right. <laughs> that's my problem. Right. My guys is they leave too. They they're too fast. Yeah. Well, like, it's, it's almost like a drill they're doing. You know, like in a way where right. it's not right. Like and I tell, them, I tell them, you got to pause. Yeah, I said you got to pause. I make them count out loud, literally in practice. Yeah. Like you got to count one, two before you go off the screen because they just want to go. 
like slow down you got to set the screen up yeah. um, so i'd spend a lot of time on that with the read and react i'm a i mean you could start teaching the five spots in sixth grade fifth grade like yeah here's the spots you should be because then it you you can add wrinkles of dribble drive you can add wrinkles of you know a flex screen or a ucla cut or something like that so all those things you can sprinkle in if they're in the right spots um and do you find my biggest problem i had with the five out and i think with any offense is they if you're not doing anything, they're kind of just standing still. They can't, you can never, like, I tell them it's like, yeah. you, it, you, it's quicksand. If you stop moving, you're going to sink and you're going to die. You, Is it almost like count to two and do do something at that point? Like go scream for somebody or cut yep. or move. And what I do is, like, this is good because especially with the younger kids, I'll, I'll, I'll say, okay, what can you do right now? Like, you just passed the ball. What can you do? And yep. I make them say, and then they all listen to the kid that I said, what can you do? Well, I can cut. Yep. What else can you do? Well, I could screen. Yep. What else could you do? You could ball screen. Yep. What else could I do? Oh, I could, I could fake screen and slip. Yep. What else? I mean, I, I want them to process it because you're trying to get them to learn. And then to be honest with you, um, I think the game is a three on three, two on two game. So when they get to the middle school, we don't play. I, when I'm practicing with them and stuff, I don't have them do a lot of five on five. I'm doing yeah. a lot of it because kids, you can't hide when you're playing three on three. Yeah. <laughs> I read you, you wrote that somewhere else. I read yeah. that. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's true. Good. It's so true. Like I can play with Michael Jordan, like yeah. Michael yeah. Jordan, not, not now, but you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Giannis, yeah. I can play with Giannis. Who's going to be a pretty good player who I think is the best player in the world. I can play with him and four other NBA guys. I can hide a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's good. And what about the, what about the people that like, so, Enough in the five out. If you're up top, you pass and you cut, and everybody kind of moves up. Yep. But you can still cut. You can still cut here. Let me show you real quick before we go here. Um. So if I'm on, let me see. So see if I can do this real quick. Can you see that? Yes. Okay. So you're saying so one two, and I don't have my pad out here. So excuse my numbers. So okay. So the ball. So you're saying like three passes to. Yeah. Yep. Passes there. That should actually be dots, but whatever. So they're probably going to cut. Okay. Um, or screen away. So you're asking what cut that's cut. I like that. Yeah. Yep. What they need to do is they should be moving. So as soon as the ball goes here, yes, you're going to have to fill a spot, but you can go here and fill the spot or you could go here and screen and this person can come all the way up and do it. You know, this one could cut to the basket and replace. So what I say is, you should never stay in. You, I like your your statement is you should never stay in your spot for more than two or three seconds. Yeah. Because you can always go help someone else to come to that spot or you can leave and come back. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, or, you know, if they're both cutting at the same time, they might run into each other. That's great. Maybe this one's going to set a screen here and then they're going to yeah. come up. It's like, so that's the problem is you're right. And I have found that often with my guys is they'll stand. They'll watch. Almost um, like that. You can almost run a little flex cut off that. You pass, you, da- you you cut down, the five comes in and then pops out. Yeah, it's not like that. Yeah. And then like you can do little quick watch. hitters out of it. Like if we pass it to the corner, we're always going to do this. Or we're going to do, you know, maybe we're going to double screen away. Or maybe we're going to do whatever, you know. So if you go back to that, you can make rules. Like I'll, I'll make quick hitters where if the ball goes, 
from four to five down here that's covered up, boom, we're going to double screen away. Like four and three yeah. are going to go screen for one or we're going to triple screen away or we're going to do something to leave it for five. So you can make all those rules, like you said, do a flex screen, do something else. That's easy. At the high school level, let's just say JV for now, but w with my quick hitters, I tried to make them purely as quick hitting as possible, like one, two moves. One, two, done. Quick one, hitter. two, done. How and many? They should, and they should all do you... something different. Okay, yeah. So it's yeah. going to be good because I'm going to a clinic in North Carolina. I'm speaking at a clinic in North Carolina, and that's what I'm doing is quick hitters. Really? I, yeah, I haven't gotten to that one yet. I'm, doing, I'm going to one next weekend, actually, in Atlanta. So Legends. I'm going to have something that's else for that yeah. one. But this one, I'm working. So I'm going to, like, my theory with quick hitters is it should, you should, your quick hitter should only do one specific thing or right. several things for several people, but they shouldn't overlap. The problem yeah. is people have quick hitters that give a high-low or give a flare screen. Well, you only need one to do that. Just run it really well. Yeah, <laughs> um, right, right. I mean, so yep. don't overdo. Like, what are you trying to get from the quick hitter, and why are you running it? Like, yeah, are you trying to get your best shooter three? Are you trying to get a high low? Are you trying to do that? Because the problem is they're like candy. Like, find them. And it's like, ooh, this one looks good, and this one. But yeah, do do the same thing. And they're not. At least my guys aren't smart enough to learn all those. So I gotta keep it relatively simple. <laughs> good. And I, I know you gotta run. And okay. Now, the the zone like. We see a ton of zone. Yep. So I, I run the pen, which is the X in the middle, yep. three out, and they replace a little and cut. Yep. But I find it gets a little stale. I try it does, to add it does. Run to it. So I'm going to give you my one-minute version. Yep. You can overload a side, which is really good. You can also screen the zone, which is really good. You can also run read and react, which is what we have moved toward. Because zones don't like all the movement that read and react gives. I swear is that kind of like a five out, a read and it react is, in a is, way? But we, we, yeah. we, we make some special rules for where when you stop in the paint, how you overload the side. So we can talk about that again. But, yeah, that, that, that's good. I'm going to give you the best advice to beat a zone is get your kids shooting a lot. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, you, you got to see what I get, though. I mean, this year I had – I had four girls that were eighth graders. They weren't even in high school yet. And then I had one, no, I had one good freshman. I had another freshman who had only played for a couple of years. And then I had four girls that had never played before right. and didn't speak right. English. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, I yeah. know that. I mean, yeah. that's the reason is I, and I, and I've noticed this a lot at the young age and even the girls ages until they get into late middle school is that you see all these zones because the coaches are trying to win. Like they're just right. because kids can't yeah. shoot. It's like that's it should be outlawed. We yeah. play man. We play man seventy five percent of the time, and then so I play. We play man after every miss because we miss. miss. You know, seventy five percent of the time. My so theory with that equation. is like yeah, and if you if my I would tell the if they have an open shot, take it because it's yeah. a lot of large numbers. Just shoot it at the basket. At least you got a shot. But yeah. so yeah, cool. so every other week. So next week we'll do. Next week I'm going to be flying back on Sunday, but I'm going to do an office hours late. So if you have other questions, you, every other week, you know. I might you're just working. let you know what I've drawn up for the clinic, and you can take a look at it, okay. what I've done over the last couple of weeks. I would love to do that. I would love to do that. All right. Okay. All right. Talk to you soon, Thanks Coach. Yep. Bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you want to hear other podcasts by Coach Collins, go over and check out High School Hoops and Teacher Side Gig, and then go over and subscribe to all of them and leave all of them five-star reviews. That would be great. Um, and then if you have 30 seconds after that, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day.
Sports Social Podcast Network.